0: And I'm Georgie, coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity and its influence on life.
1: Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop? This is Creative Clinks. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Clinks. Hi Georgie. Hello. Today we are going to chat about 2023 design a forecast trends. How does that sound, Georgie? I'm pretty keen and
0: definitely have a lovely twist on this to make it a bit fun. I was inspired by a lovely puppeteering friend of mine and we're going to boot or toot this to really let you know about what our real opinions are. So obviously, if it's a thumbs down, it's going to be a big fat boot. And if it's a, if it's really nice, we favor it. It's going to be a big fat toot.
1: So, just to put things into perspective, uh, Georgie and I both have three links to forecasting for next year, fashion, communications, slash graphic design, and interior design trends. Now, I just thought that first, before we get into this, I might give a definition of what a trend is. Well, actually, Georgie, what do you think a trend is? What would be your definition of a trend?
0: So a trend, to me it is, it's what is um what's hot. What is most what are most people going to be gravitated to? I guess a lot of people are like, ew, don't want to be like everyone else, but I think a trend
1: ideally goes to show
0: what's most favorable.
1: So I'm guessing that we're trying this. All right, well, I will tell you what the actual definition according to the Webster dictionary is. It is a general movement, a current style or preference or a line of development. Yeah, so interesting. I mean, I kind of think of when people say trends, it's something seasonal. It's not necessarily something that's probably going to last forever. No. Mm. Or so, it, c- it comes
0: back out round in circulation. Very true.
1: Remember when plaid was back? Mm. Oof. Yeah, I couldn't the plaid. Yeah, I don't you know. know if I've ever done the plaid. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with fashion trends styling for 2023. Now, we're not going to mention the website that this is from um, just to keep it a little bit fun, but this is also something like Georgie mentioned. We haven't actually scrolled through this yet, so we're both going to be looking at this at the same time and just giving our very professional opinions. <laughs> yeah, with a <the> wine <laughs> in hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Georgie, you go first. Ooh. <laughs> capes are back, people. Capes. So we're not talking about Superman or Batman capes. We're talking about really kind of fashionable capes. And it says to add color and texture, a cape. Oh, no, hang on. Where are you reading? At first glance, okay, I'm reading what the description says. At first glance, a cape is an uncomfortable thing, but remember that all superheroes wear capes to look spectacular. (laughs) Oh, my God, this is amazing. Okay, so there's uh, three images of capes. Oh, no, you need need to scroll down to see the next three because there's some Black Widow stuff going on down here. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so we have capes, like silk capes, and we have... Oh, what's that, a quilted cape? There's a shoulder-looking cape going on here. Like, are we just protecting one shoulder? Are we going to create some mystery like, oh, my God, look at my shoulder. Feathered capes. Interesting. Okay, so, Georgie, what's your take on a cape? Have you ever worn a cape? I've never worn a cape.
0: No, I've actually, no, I lie. I've worn a cape once in my life and I was dressed as Superman. It was Halloween 2013 love that for okay. me
1: so that that's like 9 years ago and you would have been like 14 15
0: around 16, about yeah look it's a time that's cloudy
1: Okay, well, I actually had, do have like a couple of capes in my wardrobe. Oh, now, having what? said that, they are both – no, wait, wait, wait. They're both capes that came <laughs> from my mother Ooh. and they're still sitting in my wardrobe. And I think one is almost like a fake Burberry cape. Um, cape. I keep saying cake too. Now you've got cake on my brain. Hey, okay, I'm not the um, only one. <laughs> so my problem with capes is, is that I think you have to be – I'm just gonna say, on the more slender side, to wear a cape, or else you just look like a tent.
0: Yeah, nah, I'm gonna, You know what I mean? Gonna agree with you yeah. on that. Like, I'm sorry to have that probably unpopular opinion, but look, if you're confident in it, wear it. Mm, don't yep. don't let that stop you. But I think yep. if you're gonna look at a runway perspective, I think. Oh, actually, look.
1: Just wear the cape if just you just wear it. the damn <laughs> cape. <laughs> So that's next year. Wear a cape if you want to wear a cape because you'll be on trend. The next trend for next year is blown skirts. So it actually, what it looks like to
0: me, okay, this is their definition. Skirts made of quilted fabric with insulation visually, oh, my goodness, I can't read, visually increase the hips. Full girls are better to abandon this trend or choose a model with frequent, uh, frequent quilting okay look translation people it's a quilted skirt so kind of pu- think of a puffer jacket but around your waist mm, pretty much that yeah again i don't know how i feel about it and i think once again we're going back to that tent tent thing yes with it being very yes. favorable to one kind of um body type that's
1: the word i was looking for People don't try and wear this trend if you live in North Queensland or the Northern Territory. it will be a bit warm. <laughs> um, a little bit. Melbourne, okay, South um, Australia maybe. Hang on, wait. So we haven't said, is this a Oh, wait, let's go or, back to oh, the haven't done boot it. Boot. Oops. So capes, <laughs> boot or
0: toot? I'm going to toot the cape. This is a big fat toot for me.
1: I think it's All fun right.
0: and I, I want to give it a crack.
1: Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna toot it too because I'm gonna try the ones that are on in my wardrobe.
0: Okay, blend skirts. Are you gonna boot or toot this?
1: No, I'm definitely booting this. A big fat boot. <laughs> All right, next one. Let's go back down. Loops. Loops. So what's a loop?
0: Clothes with plumes refer to dressy clothes. A plume can not can be not only an evening dress. But also a blouse? Okay. Uh, so yeah. a skirt that has fabric only at the back.
1: Oh, wear it on top <sighs> of the Party At the back. Oh. Is that what the, what's the saying? Party at the back. Oh no, like a it's business. Bi- it looks like a mullet but bi- for a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mullet for a skirt.
0: Oh wow. Um, it's business up front, party at back.
1: Oh, let's just skip this. Like yeah, big fat boo. It. I'm not, boo. I'm not, I'm sorry. Boo. All right, so let's go. I mean, how is this controversial? A trend? A black trench coat? That's mm. a trend. Like, are we pulling at strings here now. Just a little bit. Of,
0: it's a boot look. for me, <sighs> for based on the fact that, like,
1: it's not a trend. It's just like that should be a staple in everyone's wardrobe. Yeah,
0: and it's it's. I'm not
1: inspired. I don't
0: feel rebellious no. or different or you know. No. Oh my god!
1: Think at me this season. All right, down to the next one: long knit dresses. Mm. Okay, I kind of I, I do like this because well it says you can wear them tight or loose, combine them with sneakers or platform shoes. A wide belt will help emphasize your waist. Mm. Okay, I can kind of understand this. I think it's kind of cute.
0: I like it, but I also feel like <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I was here like five years ago. You know what I mean? Like it's like, I look, I'm going to toot it because I love that style. And I really, I need to go out and clearly hit the shops because my wardrobe is from like 2016, but it's classy. It's nice. But I also don't feel like it's, oh my goodness, it's been a decade. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to toot it as well. Mm, All right. Big fat toot. Next one, wide pants. Oh. Already I'm just saying toot too. Two. Come at me. I love it. Yep.
0: Mary get Explain. into my life. I love it. Yep. That beautiful it. like it's nearly I don't know, I could be wrong. Don't come at me, but I feel like it's like it's a bit Japanese inspired. Like I like I'm all here for collots. <laughs> I'm all here for that big wide yep. leg.
1: No, it's, yeah, look, I think it's flattering on everyone. I also think it's comfortable and I think you can, like, wear them with, like, sneakers or you can wear them with heels. So I am going to definitely toot these. Big fat toot. Absolute big fat toot. Toot, toot, toot. I love it. Brilliant. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll just scroll to this next one. Is this like. (gasps) so much to say about this. (laughs) Is this not the 90s? Yes. So this says low fit. So it says, unlike, though, the low-fit fashion of the 90s, low-fit pants in 2023 are wide, not tight. Whatever. I'm not talking about how wide they are or not. I'm actually talking about the low-fit. So they're talking about, like, hung down on your hips, right? I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, Georgie, but I follow Britney Spears on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And this is her. is. She- <laughs> This is Britney to a T. Anyway, this is definitely Britney. So, Britney on her Instagram constantly, all she ever wears is low slung pants or um, skirts and they're always below her hip line. This is very Britney, but I am definitely not getting on board this week.
0: (laughs) Oh, how do I feel? Boo, mm, boo, mm,
1: boo, mm. boo, boo.
0: Okay, I'm going to boot it for me personally. It won't enter my wardrobe, um, but oh, I'll toot it for the people who pull it off because I'm like, damn. Uh, okay, the doll
1: dress. Oh, this is cute. This is cute. I do love a good doll I think dress. You can, if you can pull it off, then I think it's super cute.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan. And I don't know how I feel about puffy sleeves. Like that's my mum's wedding dress and dead dress. Uh, I won't go for the puff soz, but I'm all here for that cute, really oversized, not boxy because it's all gathered, so it's got some flow to it. Oh, I'm yep.
1: big toot for a doll dress. Yeah, cute. Me too. Toot toot. All right, maybe we'll do another two fashions and then we'll move on, hey?
0: Yeah, I, right. I think so because they're starting to clutch at straws in this one.
1: Yeah, overalls. Look, I do love yes. a good pair of overalls. Oh, Hello. I'm here
0: for it. And I love this, this beautiful, sexy, oh, just look, it's it's like Greece met. I don't know, 2023. It's this awesome red, I can't tell what kind of fabric that is. It nearly looks like a pleather. Yeah, but I could be wrong, and it's like full length arms, legs, and it's just oh maybe because she's got a Very button up done. It's like, oh my god, look at my sternum! But it's yeah.
1: oh, <laughs> I'm here for it, I love it. Very cute, too, 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 too. All right, I reckon last one then. Yeah, pantsuits, oh, pantsuits. Hello, here Did for they it, ever go out of fashion. I love it, here for it. Sign me up, love take it. my money. I love it, yeah monochromatic pantsuits hello like that's just the epitome of class
0: oh yeah I've got some fabric in my stash actually to make myself a little pantsuit yay so stay tuned people because it uh, when I find this miraculous amount of time I have in my life to (laughs) to do it I'm gonna be making a cute pantsuit and I'm tossing up whether or not it's full length pant quarter length or shorts because I do love short suit. I've like seen a them. Romper. Oh, no, no, no! It's like you've got your your blazer oh. with shorts,
1: heels. Oh, yeah, very mm. cute. Mm. I'm here mm. for it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> here
0: for it. Okay. I'm Bye. over these um, fashion trends. I think. Yep. Look, everyone, do independent research. Because uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just think. Yeah. Look. At the end of the day, whatever your vibe is, just at confident yeah. no one will question you whoever has instagram and youtube and follows sarah's day because i'm like every other white girl that's my age um <sighs> that's her saying and i will give it to her at confident no one will question you and i'm like cool i will try that so true haven't oh sometimes you know I've dabbled i'm like oh let's fake it till you make it but um yeah no if you if it's something you love wearing something just bloody wear just it
1: wear it just- exactly all right Let's do graphic design communication trends, Georgie. This is your avenue.
0: Uh, graphic design is pretty much digital design. It is communication visually and being able to communicate something simply so it can be taken in. So funnily enough, if it's overly detailed, um, that's a no-go. Well, that's for iconography and logos and things. You want it to be simplistic and communicate the its purpose fundamentally. Graphic design is simply
1: digital communication um, on visual aspects and things like that. This article is called Graphic Design Trends for Twenty Twenty Three. All right, so the first one. All right, I'll tell you what, what. What's your initial thoughts on this heading, Georgie?
0: So inclusive visuals. So being multicultural in your design.
1: <sighs> don't use just plain and we're old white I still talking people. about this like seriously <laughs> that's, what, that's I mean. what i'm thinking <laughs> yeah oh my gosh oh,
0: but i'm seeing it flogged to death nearly now mm. like in everything i'm like oh that'd be right like and that's probably such an unpopular opinion it's about time but it's also like oh okay now it feels like it's used for the wrong reasons and i yeah, think you touched agree. base with me something on that recently mm. that it's virtue
1: signaling
0: I like it, but I'm also like sometimes it's being used for for the sake of oh my god, let's not offend anyone because we want to be safe. And I think there's got to be a point where yeah, it's it's got to be chosen appropriately because it's nearly. I found a lot of things right now anyway are. Are basing it inappropriately so at the moment we're looking at a graphic that's got you know you've got a french girl you've got then muslims you've got dark-skinned didn't know if i say indigenous or dark-skinned anyway but like just being diverse in communicating different people from across the world which yeah i think it's it's about time but yeah i think it's it's got to be selective it's got to be you know, you can acknowledge other races, but I think you've got to do it appropriately to the point where you're not being caught out and being seen as like, oh, okay, you're trying way too hard to be inclusive, if that makes sense. Mm,
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Probably an unpopular
1: opinion, but. Yeah, I just find it a little bit odd that this is considered a trend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's probably where I'm feeling really inappropriate Mm, right
1: now. Yeah, this feels really inappropriate that they consider being inclusive as being a trend. So let's move on oh, since wait, I think that's quite tooting. obvious how we feel. Oh, yeah, that's, oh. The well, purpose I'm of booting this. it. I'm booting it because of the way that, it, that it's being told that it is a trend, but I'm tooting it because, hey, that's just how it should be anyway.
0: Uh, I'm with you on that. Boot for the fact that it's, yeah, inappropriate use um, and that it's, yeah, the, like you said, the definition, it's, it's a season. It's partly they're used of, not an ongoing thing which I think it should be an ongoing thing in an appropriate sense um so I'm tooting for the fact of yeah let's represent everyone where we can but boot for the fact that you've got to like why is it only classed as a seasonal thing now
1: it's ridiculous I agree okay next one
0: data is fun oh my god it is I love data oh Beautiful. Like honestly, if you're going to have a, a graphic gasm, oh, when you've got some data put into this beautiful graphic that communicates what it means, oh, look out!
1: Making statistics sexy.
0: Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who don't know, data visualization. If you see a big, fat poster and it's got a bunch of numbers on it but it looks fun to look at, that's data visualisation. Like a
1: bank advertising kind of campaign would be great for something like this, wouldn't it? Yeah,
0: the worst thing that comes to my mind is Hunter Water. (laughs) They have a cool data visualisation on water statistics. It's cool. Yeah, but yeah. So just a really cool way to make data interactive. So rather than just reading a paragraph of try statistics, it's a fun way to communicate. So you can pick up quickly what's being communicated. See a big fat number, go cool. I know exactly what they're talking about rather than reading an essay to get the message. So I love it. I love it too. I don't think
1: anyone really loves statistics but when it's presented in a fun way then hey it makes you makes you take notice. So yeah big toot for me. I'm too. here for it. And
0: for those who are um motion graphics, oh boy
1: mm. motion graphics. Where would you use motion graphics?
0: So if you've ever seen an animation of like a logo kind of you know bopping around and oh, doing stuff. Yes. That's a motion graphic. Cool. Yeah. Um but yeah if you've got this really fun animation of um like way to communicate data. Oh Sign me up. Take my money. I love love
1: it. it. I love that you're getting really excited about this too, (laughs) actually. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, next one. Bold backgrounds. Mm. Okay. How do you feel? Again, I find this a little bit odd that it's a a trend. But anyway, um, bold backgrounds, what are they talking about here? Pretty much creating depth. yeah okay so like using pattern a little bit more and and things like that using a beautiful good old
0: drop shadow and gradation love that I think it's more or less like being able to use color in a presentation to make more visual interest or if it's a website or if it's a graphic um you know not just leaving it white it's not going to be minimal in that regards it's just being really eye-catching and um scroll stopper marketing term yeah yeah Love cool. that. so if yeah, you're like just I think that's cool. passively scrolling through your feed and then something st- stops you from scrolling fundamentally that's kind of what you're using it for oh, look I did have one lecturer that was like do not use drop shadows <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh yeah she hated drop shadows she's like you know you use it where it's appropriate but if you just put drop shadows on everything it does yeah. look like you just built something in word like okay you know what I mean and yep. so look uh, and where I work the guy I work with loves a good drop shadow wherever he can and I'm like <laughs> mate <laughs> tone it down there's a time and a place but yeah I do agree like you've got to be able to make those bold statements like if it's something important on a website. You want to differentiate it. So if you've got you know, something that's your value, so if you've got a satisfaction guarantee, you've got a shipping guarantee, you've got um, a money-back guarantee, then you want to set that apart to show that it's important. So if someone's just trying to quickly take in information on your website, you want to utilize something that differentiates that to make someone stop and actually read that content rather than mm-hmm. trying to skim for what they think they're looking for, if that makes sense. So, yeah, cool. you know, if you've got your satisfactions or your guarantees and whatnot, you're going to want to put that in a different colour to be able to get people to stop and go, okay, that's important to read.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. So that's a that's a toot
0: oh, for me. It's a toot for me because you've got to use it practically, but kids, just time and a
1: place for drop shadows, please. Cool. All <laughs> right. So you did learn something at uni, I Georgie. did. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Colourful icons and illustrations. So basically, this is just like I know it's just kind of like really simple, simplified graphics of people and animals and plants, like like logo type.
0: Yeah, so pretty much, your icons or iconography is a way to simply communicate a message. So it can, it is quite relevant to logos, um, but it's also relevant to if you're wanting to not have a typography, which font or words um, for the kids who don't do graphic design out there. If you want to get to communicate something that is not going to be just type, it's a way to kind of engage people more, seeing that little bit of illustration involved. So something that I'm seeing so much of is um, which I – Can't talk much. I do it too. But um, it's making those kind of, um, if you've got a photo, for instance, and translating that into an illustration, so you've got mainly just block colours, you know, block colour for hair, block colour for skin, block colour for the thing. You're not having a a whole heap of detail. It's very minimal of detail. People illustrations, like I'm seeing it everywhere now, Um, and I think there's some people that just do a fabulous job of it. They do really nice, have a beautiful palette across it. And being able to recreate like yourself. Like, for instance, if anyone's ventured onto my Instagram, the underscore original Georgie. My mushroom, which is my iconography mm. for it's a representation of me. So I actually stood in front of the camera for like three hours trying to get like the right movement. Wow. And so I traced myself and recreated myself. And it's very simple and being able to communicate a little figure. Um, so, you know, you're not having going overly detailed in the face. You're either simplistically sim- like, creating the visual of eyes and and detail there or you just don't have it at all. So I think it's very in. I really love it. And I love seeing how people are really developing it. Frank Bod, do you know Frank Bod? Mm. Like the yeah, yeah. Scrub yeah, and scrubs stuff? and
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: They've done a bit of it. And it's just, it looks, it's just really beautiful. Um and I think mm. it can be really elegant as well. And and it's also a really nice keepsake. Like I've done a few of those style illustrations for for a few clients that have I've made pets to through to people. Um, And I think it can be a really nice little kind of keepsake to rather than just a, you know, typical photo or trying to have a physical representation of something, it can be a really nice and classy way to
1: represent a message. Big fat toot. Yeah, toot toot. All right. Oh, okay, scrolling down. No. We just see this word. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, hang on. I just want to say, so this one says branded memes. I'm sorry, but as soon as I see the word memes, I'm like, you got me at memes. I'm like, (laughs) so there. So it's probably not what they're referring to, but Georgie, you can talk about this. You
0: know what? Big fat boot. I'm going to put my Doc Martens on and boot this because- I hate branded memes. So like for instance, what we've got this like little cartoon character grabbing it. I've never seen this meme in my life. So I don't know how it's repurposed, but look. You've got this little character trying to grab a ball and he's like, you cooking at home. And then you've got a weird monster trying to eat it. That's our eight eight dollar small, medium, large offer. And
1: it's, it's Domino's.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, it's it Domino's that UK. Oh, I'm not here for it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I don't really understand that either. I just kind of saw the word memes and I'm like, yeah, memes. But I'm like, no, this is not really what I understand. If you're
0: going to make a meme, make it original. It's a boot for me.
1: Yeah. I agree. Okay. Boot. All right. Quotes. Where our whole life is a quote. (laughs) My God, deep and meaningful. I know, but I'm like, how is this a trend? Like this is not something that's come and gone. Like mm. it's just people use quotes because they're either inspirational or I don't know if it's kind of gone now, but there was a stage where like you looked at everyone's Instagram feed and it was like Friday is quote day, you know, and so there was just always like a quote on Friday. I think I even used to do that. but um, <laughs> That was on trend back then yeah look, i I'm really kind of a bit indifferent towards this, to be honest. so yeah, like if you want to use a quote and it means something to you, then use a quote.
0: I think from a personal perspective, yes, I agree with you there. From a professional perspective, I don't know, it's, it depends how it's represented. Um for me, like there's a really cool store, the wholesome store. It's in the Sunshine Coast, actually. um and they get some really hippie looking, like it's font-based for me, so it's all visual. They make it look really cool, like a wave and stuff like that. And to me, from a professional point of view, it's a content filler.
1: Yeah, it is. You're right, actually. We've got to make a post
0: today. What are we going to put out? We're going to put this out. And so I'm a bit like, oh. It's a last resort and I think like personal, if it's your personal account, it's something that's singing to you in your Instagram or social media is a representation of you. Go for it. Professional point of view, if you've got a business, I just think quotes are left to testimonials. You're quoting your customers to have social proof to prove to your customers that what other people think of you. Like I just, I don't like it. That's a really
1: good tip actually, Georgie. Mm -hmm. I really like that. Hot tip for young players. Yeah, that's that's really good. Okay, so we're gonna boot oh, this one unless it's a personal account mm. or it's actually a would you say a reference?
0: Per, like so, a testimonial or review? Testimonial, mm. yeah, or a review. Only time to quote something <laughs> It's your customers. Yeah, I love, I love that. <laughs> okay, last one. Social screenscapes. So oh, I've seen this everywhere. When you look at most brands, you'll realize that most of the posts they share are on social media platforms that have been the same for a very long time. However, it's important for each platform to have its own voice and appeal. The challenge with this is that it's not usually easy to create multiple contents for different channels. Okay, I'm going to just dumb it down. Explain it like I'm fine. So a great brand that does this from the visual they put in front of us to communicate whatever this trend is supposed to be. If you follow Moana Bikini, massive shout out. They are awesome for creating body positivity for women and just celebrating every different body shape and size and loving yourself and wearing a bikini that you're confident in and they make wicked prints beautiful prints so there's your homework kids look up moana bikini it's beautiful but they do on their social stories they will make these um pre-planned kind of graphics that you scroll through that are really to the brand and or they actually make it relevant to per release they do so they do a different kind of How to explain it? Um, Like, you know, different theme for every launch they do. And they'll make stories that are relevant to it. So you'll have lots of little graphics. So one of their recent ones, I love it. It's so cool. It's called Snacks. So it's all plain block colors. But like, for instance, white, they've called Sugar. They've called... Um, a ready kind of it's like an electric red it's like bright it's really beautiful but they call that chili they've called and then they've got these awesome graphics that go along with each name they've got one that's called cola which is black um another one which is oh chips i think it is and it looks like honestly golden chippies yeah, right. like cute really cool but they'll make these story sets that are clearly designed for it you know they're not just snapping a picture and putting Gifts everywhere but they'll make it quite in tune to what's relevant for that line and I'm a bit of a toot on that from a professional perspective it makes visual interest and it uh, I don't know what else it is about it but I just I just really love it that it's you know if you've got a retro theme you're going to have that take from that era, the inspiration and things that people already associate with that, but then making it modern and tie into what you're trying to show, which is either pictures or trying to improve that engagement with okay. customers. Yeah. If you're wanting to understand kind of, I guess, what I'm trying to explain, definitely check out her Instagram and look at their stories and and kind of acknowledge that it's, it's beautiful design, but it's purposefully planned and it's designing each story to whatever the message they're trying to communicate so you know that's not a general story of like oh my god look at this bikini it'll be directly associated with um the line that they're promoting
1: and things like that so amazing awesome well there's our graphic trends for 2023 supposedly well I, I thought that yeah I thought some of that was really interesting and a lot of really great tips there too Georgie so thank you All right, lastly, obviously, I've been waiting for this one. We're going to 2023 interior design trends. Take the cape, take it away. Oh, my heart just sang when I saw the first word (laughs) Arches. Okay. What's your professional opinion? Okay, well. I do love a good arch. Again, where it's used appropriately, not just for the sake of an arch. Um, I'm using arches at the moment in a couple of projects, but it is very um, appropriate. I think arches have a little bit of—I mean, it's very, oh gosh, very kind of old school. But an arch kind of creates—it's like almost like a, an amazing doorway into another realm. You know, that's how I look at as an arch. It's like you're almost stepping into another dimension. So. Yes, so I'm definitely tooting an arch.
0: I'm a big toot for an arch, but you know what I love about a good arch? Mm -hmm. Mirrors. I love an arched mirror, but I really love when it's taken that bit further. So it's the way that you'll get a chair, the legs to finish. It's actually when you look at the overall shape, it's an archway shape or having mirrors or
1: having that decor when you're styling a room, you might have an arched face arches just soften things it really softens a space and I know archways and like the arch shape in itself was a very very big during the art deco era and because I'm a huge fan of art deco arches even though they might come and go I think they'll come and like that cycle will be a lot quicker than just kind of like well this is from 50 years ago and that's you know it's never going to be back on trend I do really think that it's just something that can be used in all different aspects of your space. So definitely a big toot for that one. Yes. Okay, all right. Well, okay, so next trend says background walls. So, oh, and it says Instagrammable walls. Oh God, (laughs) that just put me right off as soon (gasps) as it said that. Ah. Yes, because, oh my God, why does everything just have to be about taking a photo in front of it? But anyway, I'm gonna call them statement walls.
0: I'm with you on that
1: yeah so something that's a little bit a feature wall cool wallpaper or a mural or something like that i'm here for it yeah i think it's great if you're up for being a little bit bold and doing something different as opposed to your standard white and gray which most people do then i'm loving a lexicon
0: quarter here we are That's at your lex paint range, by the way.
1: <laughs> for those who don't know. Lexicon. Actually our walls in here are lexicon too, by the way. My
0: apartment um, is
1: lexicon quarter for the walls and lexicon half for the um <laughs> for the trim. Are we just normal lexicon? <laughs> Hashtag jewel locks. Oh, okay, so is this a boot or a toot? This is definitely a boot. No, it's a toot. Oh sorry. my God.
0: No, big fat toot. I'm here for, I love, I've been to, oh, sorry for whoever has to edit this out of myself or you because I keep hitting my It'll mind. You'll be me, but go on. I'm very animated with my hands right now. But I love a good feature wall. I'm here for it. I love a mural. Like, yes, you can yeah, have a pop same. of color and they got, but murals, jazz that stuff up, wallpaper, add texture. Yep.
1: Love wallpaper. I love, oh,
0: when I interned, I they make they actually painted it themselves. They made this beautiful mural, and it was just these beautiful
1: shapes and colors. And oh,
0: just love it. I'm here for it. Love it. Shut up and take go my crazy, money. Go bold. Mm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay, next one. Oh. God. <laughs> really calm nature well calm nature they call it Uh,
0: a bit lame the name it
1: says in 2023 the nature chapter chapter trend will have a link between wellness being with organic and cozy materials such as wool cotton clay velvet and ceramics (sighs) um (laughs) again like yeah that's great you know like that's all lovely and but you know what, it shouldn't be a trend. Just if this is you and you like smooth and organic, which I think everyone should have something like that in their their space at home anyway, then it shouldn't be a trend. It's just like, hello. Look, toot for... Yeah, it's great, but boot because it shouldn't be a trend. Okay, so I'd really, this is interesting. Cyberpunk slash digital realism, the underground digital world applied to interior design. It'll be seen in specific decor elements with bright neon lights. Okay, so. Are we going to a doof doof party? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like in the right, in a commercial property. I, I, I love this, you know, like neon lights and anything that kind of creates a lot of interest. I'm not too sure about in your home, Everyone went through that phase where you know you can you can jump on and create your own neon lights for home, you know, and put it in your office. That's a definite like no for me, but from a commercial interiors perspective, I think it's really cool if it works in the space. So, you know, like a really cool restaurant, cafe, kind of, you know, bar or whatever, I think it's it's a lot of fun. So, I'm I am going to toot that. Business toot, personal boot. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This is an interesting one. I know. Okay. So I didn't know this actually had a name, but it's called the fungi decor trend. (laughs) So just to describe what this is, it's basically like things in the shape of mushrooms. It's very kind of retro-ish, you know, your retro-shaped lamps, shapes and prints that kind of have that 70s revival, they like to call it. Look, I do <laughs> love this. I do, but I just don't know. Yeah, it's a trend and I don't think I'd be doing a full lounge room wall in oh, mushrooms. Did you
0: scroll down to the third photo? Oh, my God. It's literally a mushroom, like
1: a toadstool. Oh, it's a mushroom toadstool. An ottoman. Yeah. Time and a place. A time and a place. Oh, I'm going to boot it. I'm going to boot it too because, hey, this is a list- It's actually getting a little bit weird for me. Okay, move on, move on. <laughs> Instagramable lounge. You need an Instagrammable lounge for 2023. Oh, God. I'm really just kind of going to move on very, very quick from here. I'm just going to go boot. I'm not even going to talk. I'm not even going to give it the time of day. Not even going to get no, into I'm it. Not even going to talk about it. What's even defined as an Instagrammable? Lounge.
0: I don't know if you've seen people on social media that have those really um, – they've got like – it looks like an ottoman, right? And then they grabbed – you know those body pillows when you're pregnant and you, they're just one <laughs> long, overly, dually, bloody pillow? And it looks like they then put that around it and that's your armrest and your backrest. Like that's the kind of thing I'm looking at here. And uh, some of them can look really tasteful, but then th- the other things they've got in here, it's, it's just – it's just a lounge that does not have ergonomics involved in the design.
1: It's just yeah, there to it's not look practical. Good. It's just literally there to look a bit futuristic. And, so and I
0: think high quality interior design or furnishing design, you have to look at ergonomics and aesthetic. Like you can't That is
1: very true, Georgie.
0: Functionality. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. But I think there's a really nice balance. If you're gonna furnish a home, you need to be able to sit in it for long periods of time because who doesn't have a great Netflix binge?
1: Exactly. Look, I don't have a problem with any of the styles that they're showing. I have a problem that they've called it, you need to get Instagram-able. an Instagrammable lounge. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm just like, I'm out.
0: Yeah, I think you've, they've lost me there. So, look, oh, look, low-key boot.
1: Okay, next one. How do you feel okay. about this? <laughs> um, interesting. So, they're saying that the colour lavender is coming back in 2023. Um. Mm, i can't see where i will use this color anywhere
0: lavender pillars people pillars that hold up your roof okay i'm sorry big boot
1: yeah let's just move on boot oh oh my gosh all right let's do last one which is a luxury monochromatic (sighs) big fat toot Yeah. Amazing. So, in case anyone doesn't know what monochromatic means, it doesn't actually just mean like black or white. It's any color in multiple shades. So, it could be lavender. It could be purple, hey? And you've got lavender and you've got, yeah, deep purple. You've got whatever purple in there. So, that's monochromatic. Hey, I say a big toot to that because I love monochromatic.
0: I'm here for it because then you're not trying to pick a million different colors, trying to go, oh, yep. how do I make this work? And I think it's a, way, a great way to be able to restrain yourself when you're coming to designing something.
1: Exactly. And I also think it's a really good way that if you've got different sized spaces throughout your house, you can actually use that color to create depth or make the room look bigger or whatever it might be. You can actually do that amazingly when you use a monochromatic color scheme. So uh, that's probably my favorite one, to be honest. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) you just want to go back to the Instagram of a lounge, don't you? God, no. So that is it for our analysis. Are we going to call it an analysis of fashion? Dissection graphics and interior trends for 2023.
0: And look, at the end of the day as well, like the things that we're looking at, these are just, look, sites that were like, yeah, nah, let's have a look. But it's, it's all personal opinion. And I don't think, I think, oh, well, I can't remember the site that we used at the time when I was in at White House doing my certificate. Oh, There was a site that was like specifically just for trend and forecast, but it's a hard one because at the end of the day, no matter what blog you look at, it's going to be getting information from another blog that then make it feel like it's a a majority that are thinking the same thing. You know what I mean? And I think it, it it just comes down to personal
1: preference. It's it's exactly what you said. It's a personal opinion. It's a group of people around a boardroom whose job it is to tell you what to wear, how to design your space, and what logos and fonts to use for your business. So yeah, it might be a bit controversial, but it's true.
0: Yeah. If anyone's out there that happens to be one of these magnificent
1: people that are paid to predict these things. How do I get a job in that?
0: That and please let us know how you do your job because I find that quite interesting is that how you can predict something to be, to be in vogue next year. However, you would have had to have based that on this current year's attitudes. But I think it is like, you know, you always got to take it with a grain of salt and, and look at it as an inspiration. You know, one of my favorite things to do is make a bloody Pinterest board, you know, love Pinterest. Yeah. You just got to pick what you like and, and roll with it. Or if you like many different things is is pick the different small things that you, that really sing to you and apply that in a space where it's all quite cohesive, you know? You know what it comes down to?
1: You do you, honey. You do you. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. 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 Don't
1: let anyone tell you anything about what you should wear, what you shouldn't wear and what your house should look like and what your business should look like. You do you. mondo. All right, Miss Georgie. Well, well, it's been a fun evening. Can I get a whoop-whoop? A whoop-whoop-whoop. whoop There's a little bit of Beyonce in that. What can I say? Mm. Beyonce's on trend too, by the way.
0: Oh. Yeah. oh, actually, side note, have you seen her new album where she's on like a crystal horse? No. Oh, I have, I have, I have. Isn't yes. that fabulous? That is okay. Want to be in vogue next year, people? Get a crystal horse and put this, yeah, Yeah. that's where it's at.
1: In Lavender. Wear a lavender cape on a crystal hole. Oh, no. Girl, then you'll be on trend. I love All right. A cape. Oh. All right, Miss Georgie. Right. Right. Bye. Bye. For now, we'll leave
0: you with that and have a great week. Cheers.